Welcome to Success From Scratch, episode number 51. My special guest, Charlie Academo from the Austin, Texas market. Charlie, welcome. How are you doing? Glad to be here. Hey, I'm so uh, glad you're here. And uh, how are things in Austin? Things are good, man. The weather's good. Uh, we've got some buyers out. Like, people are selling homes. It's going pretty good. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about, Charlie, what did you do before real estate? Uh, before real estate, I was a fashion buyer for um, Perry Ellis. Actually, it was original Penguin, which is like a division of Perry Ellis. So I'd be in charge of pretty much the fabrics, um, the colors, like rolling out like the fall collection, rolling out summer collection, things such as that. So it was pretty good. I was living in Houston, so I was there for about five years. And what, what brought you to Austin and to real estate? Well, my daughter is from Austin, and I had a friend in Austin. He was like, hey, man, I know you might be doing okay up there in Houston, but, like, you need to come down here and sell some real estate. Like, things are going pretty well. The market's good. So um, I took a leap of faith when I came. Yeah. Tell us about that leap of faith. What, you, you know, taking action and taking a leap of faith, even though you don't know the whole story, is scary. Yeah, it is. Um, and to be honest, to be completely honest, um, since it's a success from scratch, like the job that I had in Houston, I mean, they were closing down. They didn't have either. I was going to have to move to New York, which I, I didn't want to do right. or, you know, pretty much look for a new job. So I came to Austin, not as a, not just as a leap of faith. It's like, it was almost like a, like a last resort almost, you know, when I came back to Austin, um, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't doing pretty well. I didn't, I was doing pretty well in regards to money. I didn't really have many resources. Um, I had a, I have an elderly mother, so it's not like she's pretty much working. So when I got into real estate, it was either real estate or nothing, pretty much. So and, you, you, and a you funny were story, it, oh, go ahead, sir. You were in a, you were in a, you know, survival mode. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. I had swim. no choice. Either sink or swim. So, and what's funny is that even on my profile picture. Um, I have a picture with a blazer on there, a blue blazer, and I was so broke at the time, I had to leave the tags on a blazer. Uh, my undershirt was a shirt that I borrowed from a friend, and the picture, I didn't even have pants on. So we, we just took the picture in a garage, and I had to take that blazer back to the store the next day, actually. Like, it was literally real estate or nothing. Wow. And so yeah. tell us about how you uh, – marketed and and did the things to get your first few transactions um i'm gonna be honest i've never really had a sales job before and i don't even consider myself a salesman i consider myself a people's person a people person pardon me and by that i mean like whenever i meet people whether it's leads like i i guess god gave me a gift to instantly connect with them because like i'm a real big fan of just being genuine and i think people can feel that I always tell people, I'm not here to sell you a house. I'm here to be a source of information on, you know, on the home, what the home can sell for, what the home is worth, things such as that. So I think when you approach it as you're someone there for information and actually there to, you know, put them in the best position possible for this investment, I think it says a lot and it goes a long way. Yeah. So it sounds like authenticity, genuineness is yes. what separates you. 
Now, we know that people hire us to be expert negotiators, and I know you've spent some time honing your negotiation skills, and tell us a little bit about that. Um, again, it goes back to, I'm a big numbers guy. It goes back to numbers and, okay, what is the home worth? And every situation is different. Okay, has this home been on the market for like 250 days? Yes. So sometimes I even call the listing agents and there's little questions I ask that kind of gives me like insight on what their seller's thinking. They don't, they don't necessarily tell me what their seller's bottom line is, but sometimes you can ask questions and they'll be able to say, oh yeah, he needs to, they have a house that they're trying to buy, but they can't buy this house unless they sell this house. And give me little tidbits, then I bring it back to my client and then ready for war. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So tell us a little bit now that you're looking back, you've had some success. Uh, would you have done or approached uh, the business differently with what you know now? Um, I love my mistakes. I'm going to be honest with you. I love my mistakes. Um, unfortunately, the first brokerage I did, I went to wasn't Jay Parr. I wish it was. Uh, it was a, um, I'll call it like a mom and pop brokerage. And when I got there, I think in my first nine months, I did like maybe five or six million. And I didn't, it was a 50% split and I didn't know that 50% was was good or bad. I just thought that's what it was. So that's, that's one thing I probably would change because I left a lot of money on the table. Um, but in regards to like um, the mistakes I made in regards to not, not getting a pre-approval before I'm driving to like Lexington, Texas or getting to Texas for these buyers. Um, I've learned a lot from my mistakes. And I feel like my mistakes are my best teachers because um, I have a team under me. So my mistakes, if I make a mistake, they're not going to make that mistake because I'm going to be there to let them know, hey, this is not the way to go. Let's try this way. So um, I think that's really benefited uh, the teammates that I do have. Yeah, for sure. Now, is there a tool, a system, a process that, that has stood out to you that has enabled you to create more success? Yes, being available. Uh, I always joke, I, I have my phone next to me at all times. Um, I never miss a text. I never miss a call. I'm always available. And um, I think that's really helped because I always get clients. I've got, I've amassed a few reviews on Zillow. I always get clients and the biggest takeaway from that is Charlie's always available. Charlie's always available. Charlie's always available. That's just how I am. Um, I feel like there's so many realtors in, in Austin. So how can I set myself apart from the average realtor and being available and being knowledgeable, pretty much. Being a, uh, 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 yes. So, as a distinction from others, then w with that uh, availability, how do you kind of set boundaries so you don't burn yourself out and you know work twenty four seven? Still trying to figure that out. <laughs> okay, so, you're, so work in progress. Uh, you're you're uh, yeah, working on that. Um, I'm naturally an energetic person. Um, I haven't burned out yet. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I've been in real estate almost four years, and I didn't take my first vacation until last last summer. But another thing is, like, I enjoy my work, so it's not like it's work. I always tell people it's not like I'm on a roof, like, doing, like, hard labor. Like, I, I enjoy this work. Like, truly, I love it. I could do it every day. Right. I love it. I love the hustle. I'm going to be honest with you. I love it. Yeah. Hustle, hustle, hustle mode on. So, as we go to wrap up this episode, are there certain things you would love to share with the audience? Uh, a tip, yeah. a trick. 
Yeah. Um, again, like I say, I don't sell anything. Um, even when I go to listing appointments, um, I let them, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm a little too blunt. I'm super blunt. I, I let them know, hey, every realtor, any realtor can sell your house. Any realtor can come take a picture of your house, put it on Zillow, put it on MLS, walk away, and some buyer's going to find it. My, my job is not to just sell your house. My job is to get you as much money as possible out of your house. So that's going to be the difference, the difference in prepping, the difference in target ads, the difference in the way that we market. Um, I tell them I come with a three-point approach um, when I sit at my listing appointments. The first point is I let them know what we do and, and what we're going to do for them in regards to selling their house for more. The second point is I, I pretty much tell them step-by-step step of how we do it um, in regards to selling their house so they understand exactly what we're doing and how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I pull out some past sales and um, I, I, we, we check out the, the, the homes from around that area that I sold and comparables and so I can show them where it's worked. So now it's not me just selling. What it is is like fact, it's data. I'm showing you here, this is what we do, this is how we do it, and this is these are examples of many times where it's worked because we, you can see the sold prices there. Um, so far, so good, to be honest with you. It's a you know, simple three-step approach, and I know now that we've provided buy side to you, the buy side is an amazing listing tool that converts listings at a much higher level. So I know you're incorporating yes, buy side into your presentations, and that's just going to increase your conversion rate even more. Very true. Very true. I'm very happy to be here. Like I said, I wish I was here years ago, but yeah, better well, you got never. you got here as quick as you could. So uh, we're grateful you're here. We're grateful for you sharing uh, some of your success with the audience today, and we'll see you soon on another episode of Success from Scratch. Mm -hmm.